How's it going, Jack? Um, well, apparently, uh, it technically, um, could be better. Yeah. Today, it seems like. <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting the ball rolling, Sha. You know, yeah. uh, I'm back. I'm recharged. Uh, yes. Okay. So I'll just say this briefly. I'm doing fine. Everything's great. Uh, the cat seems happy. Great. Fantastic. Now. Oh, yeah. Please talk about your trip and the fact that y'all went down there during a hurricane. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So uh, we uh, get to the uh, uh, north top sail. Uh, It's like part of the outer banks of North Carolina. Okay. Um, Right. That's what I'm I'm told. Uh, Mm -hmm. I've learned this uh, more or less when I got home. I didn't know where I was uh, the whole time there. Um, Right. We went for, uh, you know, a few days of sunny beach. My wife is into that. My kids are into that. And literally the day we arrived, they tell us, hey, tomorrow there's going to be a storm. Um, the, the Everything that we advertised, uh, none of that's happening. Um, then the Airbnb lady hits us up. He's like, uh, not only can you not go outside, everything that belongs outside, bring that inside for me. Um, otherwise, it's going to fly away and hit other people. Uh, uh-huh. so, uh, my first day, I basically was her landlord and super, <laughs> um, <laughs> I drove like eight, nine, 10 hours straight to like move furniture into an apartment. Um, <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But legit, like I had a blast. Uh, my family, like really, uh enjoys the beach stuff i really don't um and pardon me i i learned that i do i do but not the way that they do Mm. like um i enjoyed going on walks on the beach at night i found it very cool very Mm -hmm. i like the sound of water um i don't like necessarily swimming i'm not against swimming just doesn't call me as like a I gotta do this like i I could get (laughs) wet inside you know like (laughs) Uh, that, that didn't like, that wasn't a sales pitch for me. Um, but like walking on the beach at night, I found that super relaxing. Um, I liked, uh, waking up early and sitting on like the porch patio thing space Mm -hmm. that we had and, uh, you know, watching sunrise or sunset. I I found Mm -hmm. that along the beach dope. Uh, being outside when it was like peak hot to 10, that doesn't seem like a fun thing to do. Like, and the people that do it, I don't think are having fun. Like they go out there and they're like, oh, like are we come in here to lay to tan. And I'm like, it looks like you are trying to survive the very hot weather that you could just go inside and avoid completely. Um, yeah, but I, then they'd be pale. Right. But like, I'm already like, I'm, I'm black. Like I look like this. <laughs> I don't need that. And like, uh, yes, true, I'm not true. against it, but mm-hmm. like, um, I've seen my kids. They're never gonna tan to my level, and I think they should just accept that. Um, <laughs> you know, like, you are who you are. Uh, wear sunblock, and you know, hope for the best, my G. But this is not happening. Uh, but like, I I did enjoy it overall. Um, so much so. Oh no! That by the third day, I was like, yo, I think I could live here, Sha. What? Like I was, three I days? Was, three days. You ready so, to live on the Outer Banks of North Carolina? Straight up. Yo, yo. But I, w- I want you to see my roller coaster, Sha. I was there. <laughs> I'm digging it. The vibes were super relaxing. Mm-hmm. I was problem solving. Um, I was like, where do I get food? I was shopping at this place called the, the Food Lion. Yeah, Food Lion. Yeah, I never heard of this before. Very uh, big thing down south. Well, it's them. regional. It's probably like mid-Atlantic. Yeah, I was seeing a food line all over the place. My man lined up all over the hoods in North Carolina. I was like, this mm-hmm. is dope. Um, so I was like, I, I could dig this. I could become a food line dude. It's like, you know, uh, their associate. I could do that. Uh-huh. Um, then uh, I talked about the internet. Internet was trash, admittedly. Okay. Um, but I was like, that's the trade-off I get for uh, inner peace. Um, uh-huh. I think that's worthwhile. Uh, you know, you get the beach, you lose the internet, apparently. Yeah, kind of hard to run them wires underneath sand. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I've, uh, <laughs> I, 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 it was explained to me a lot. It took like a lot of convincing, but I was like, okay, I get that. Um, uh-huh. The 
the delivery aspect of it, I wasn't thrilled as the Amazon Prime abuser um, who gets like deliveries like three, four times a day, every day. Um, oh, no. Yeah, you got to plan that out. Yeah, they told me that they get a Amazon day. Yes. So like, okay. yeah, they're like once a week, the Amazon truck will come down this far in the, cause I was at the end, like the, that, that Island at the, at the, the outer banks, I was at the literally like a block away from where the block and the Island ends. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like, how do y'all get deliveries? He's like, oh, we don't like, we have a PO box in the mainland. Mm-hmm. And if you need something from Amazon delivered to your home, they'll do it. But it's once a week. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I can get around that. So I was accepting this new future. I was like, I could afford the property here. You know, I was talking with Gabby. Gabby loved this. She was super hype. And we went to bed that night. And when I tell you that I started having panic attacks. Oh, <laughs> what? Why? Straight up. Because I couldn't like. I was like, yo, I need the city. Like, I, I oh, sound wise, yeah, like it was, it was like too quiet. Yeah, because it was it was peaceful, and like I was starting to like trying to envision a new future, mm-hmm. and my body was rejecting it. It was like, no, <laughs> okay. we need the streets. Like, no. where are the sounds? <laughs> no, what are you going? And like, I started picturing like what you going to do for sandwiches. Where are you going to get good pizza? You seen the pizza out here? Every single New York positive thought that i've ever had attacked me the whole night i couldn't sleep at all like i had the i'm sure i've i was the most stressed out person on a peaceful ass beach that has Mm -hmm. ever been possible that day um Mm -hmm. gabby woke up the next day i'm like covered in sweat in a central ac room by the beach Mm -hmm. She, she thought i went swimming (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, no, I think I'm sick. I've been, I've been rejecting. I think I'm allergic to the idea of not living in New York. And she like laughed it off, but like I told her how I felt. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I had to like, she had to like calm me down and like mm-hmm. bring me back to like, hey, listen, uh, we just thought about that. That's a cute idea. Right. I would love to do it one day, but mm-hmm. like it's not happening tomorrow. Like you are, we're still <laughs> yeah. going back to New York. Yeah, um, and that also, settled me. Yeah, you you can also just be in a nice place and not imagine living there. Yeah, that's fair. That's also an option. <laughs> like you know, I know, <laughs> I know. There's talk of it because like your dad has started going down to North Carolina, right, to do some business yeah. and and things like that. So the idea of moving in general might freak you out, but you don't. I recommend not having too many life-changing uh thoughts um when you're out in the cut because the silence it's so quiet Yo. that you hear like you literally hear your thoughts standing up and climbing to the top of the soapbox and adjusting the mic like Straight you hear up. all of that so like that's not uh the time necessarily also when you're just trying to you could just enjoy the place and not think of what what would it be like to live here because yes all of those things are true but i also don't think that if you were to move i think you'd be fine in a a southern state it would just have to be more of a city yeah which would still be a city in the south a big city in the south will still be kind of country for you because you're used to only seeing the sun like you know, for 40 minutes a day or whatever. So (laughs) like you still have to learn how to use a lawnmower and that alone is going to be out in the cut for you. So it's doable, but they're, you know, like my parents, they, the first house that they bought, um, went out there, you know, and I'm, I'm staying over and I'm like, great, great. And uh, I should have known something was up because I looked up into the sky at night and I could see more stars than usual. And I'm like, oh, we out here. Okay. And then I went to bed and I was just like, and I'm already someone who will play a radio or or something, some sort of music to when I go to sleep. But I was just like, oh, we are out here. Like, is anyone else out here? I know I saw houses. Are there actually people in them? We are it truly in the cut. <laughs> and that's still 
it's been developed a bit more, but I mean, out there, it's still got pretty quiet, you know, and that's just a suburb of Atlanta. Y'all were at the end of North Carolina. Yo, (laughs) child, we like the day when the storm was happening, the lady hit me up and she's like, I'm going to send my friend over to make sure she was super attentive. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm going to send my friend over to make sure that like, uh, the uh, you know where the flashlights are and that they have batteries mm-hmm. that lady comes over and she's like yeah if you have any problems uh you know text the host she'll she'll call me over i live a building down same complex mm-hmm. i said cool and she and so i asked her i was like you got a curiosity how long you been here um and she's like uh i've moved here four years but i've been coming here my whole life for vacation retired here uh when i got the opportunity um but she's like back when i used to come here uh I when I first started coming here, there was a uh, a turn bridge. Like I was like, is that? Like, she's like, it's like a drawbridge, except that like it literally like pivots instead oh, okay. of opening. Yeah. Um, and she was like, that was the only way in and out of the island. So she was like, now they got like bridges, but like they didn't have that before. So like when you came here, if you wanted to leave, you had to schedule that shit because you could be <laughs> stuck on the island. And yeah. I was like. That's a development that like happened during the life of a person I'm talking to. That's yeah. how like recent this has become a place to live at. Um, yeah, like there was just a lot of like little panic attacks. Like, um, <laughs> yo, <laughs> again, you don't have to live on the edge of the state. You, like, don't, have, you don't have to live in the Atlantic Ocean. Like, yo, like when we get over the bridge from the mainland to the island, mm-hmm. I'm on. There's like a little. The first street you could make a left on was the street that led to where we lived at. Mm-hmm. And it said dead end as soon as you turn because there's no turns on that street. You just go straight. Right. But it's yeah. a four and a half mile drive. Right. So, like, there was a, yeah, we had to put the sign up because, like, people would drive, you know, 15 minutes and, like, get stuck. And there's no yeah. gas stations around here. And I'm like. Every detail she kept adding to why they put the sign hurt more. I was like, Uh so, like, there's no gases? She's like, yeah, so, like, if you got stuck, you'd have no way of getting help because, you know, uh, the houses are about, like, half a mile apart and there's no stores down this whole street. I'm like, there's no stores for four and a half miles? She's like, nope, no stores, no gas stations. Um, But you could get help from the police. Uh, The police precinct is right at the corner where you make the turn. I'm like, so if I die at the end of the <laughs> island, uh-huh, and I don't got like and I and like it's in a car accident, like mm-hmm. how do the cops find me? Like it's a, it, it's too far of a journey. There's no neighbors to tell them, like, do they find me in the morning? And she's like, Yeah, the cops actually like uh they make a round up and down the street every 10 minutes. Okay. Um, but the I was gonna say it's probably so quiet they heard the car crash. Yo, straight up, she's like, "Yeah, we just send the the cop is just constantly surveilling." And I was <laughs> like, "The cop," and she's yeah. like, "Yeah, like there is a cop uh, at the police precinct uh, on mm-hmm. these days. We got like five on the weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets popping, so we have like extra people. They probably have uh, and there's like a neighboring. There's like uh, cops from the mainland volunteer to come over on like heavier." things like a Labor Day weekend. So she's like, this weekend we'll probably have like 10 cops at mm. the precinct. And I'm like, this is insane that you could count all the cops. <laughs> like, that is wild. Uh, <laughs> like, what is happening here? Uh, Domino's went and delivered to me. I checked on Seamless. Not a single place would deliver to where I was at. Um, Honestly, I'm surprised that Seamless came up in your phone. Yo. <laughs> yo, they said, like, Seamless was like, where are you? Like, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told, but didn't I tell you? I told you to hit up those grocery stores. When I looked at that map, I was like, oh, no, nah, bro, you you in the water. But we hit up all those stores. And that was the plan. But like uh, the Publix was half hour out. And with the storm, they were right. like, yo, everything's white. So like yes. it wouldn't even make sense to go there. So mm-hmm. like that's why everybody was telling me go to this food lion joint. So mm-hmm. I went to the food lion. They had pretty good stuff, but even they was already getting hit. Um, but yeah, like I think it was nice. Like I'm, my kids had a blast. We got some beautiful pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned a lot about how little I know uh, about nature. <laughs> oh, 
I love it. Yeah, honestly, here's the real question. What what we talking about by way of bugs? What kind of bugs did you encounter? Low key, I didn't get many. Um, okay. Yeah, we got the. I would say the only bug we got was beautiful. It was uh, they were like <laughs> luminescent, like uh, uh, butterflies. They were like really interesting. Wait, stop. I'm sure I'm saying that word wrong, but like no, they were flying around, right? Yeah, and they lit up. They were like neon. So I don't yeah, know if they lit fireflies. up. Fireflies. Yeah. Now I feel oh, like because the fire. Wait, is hold the on. Wings. Hold, hold. Stop. No, no, no. Fireflies is the butt. Like, no. Right? Okay. Right? These were like the wings was neon. Oh, okay. All right. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm now, about to say, bro, if you don't know. Now, I, I, I got fireflies firefly. in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, yeah, we got Jesus. a couple in my parents' house. <laughs> they stay there. <laughs> it's chill. They represent. It's like the UN, the flies over there, because they got the big yard. <laughs> they like, yeah, oh we here. Oh my had. god. Okay. They're all like right, the, all right. the firefly contingency. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, now nah, we there was some beautiful butterflies. Um, mm-hmm. What I did see was like uh, we saw uh, we got to see a a turtle nest. Oh. Yeah, like we saw because it was like right at the end of like. Uh, the turtle the uh, season? baby making season. Yeah. Like yeah, they like walk uh-huh. out to the beach. So like uh, when we got there, there was like an extra text from the lady saying, Hey, by the way, uh, um, normally like you could go to the beach at all hours, but if you go out at night, um, not to have lights out cause the moms come out to the beach to lay the eggs mm-hmm. and they follow the moonlight. And if they see other lights, they'll get distracted and go to the wrong place. Mm, okay. So they were like, just like uh, if you walk the beach at night, uh, normally we tell you have like lights on. Try to avoid that and just limit how far you go. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, we got to watch like uh, we got to watch uh, like people like going out and sitting on turtles uh, nesting areas where they had like 80 eggs to protect them because apparently like uh, dogs and like other animals will come out and eat them. Right. So, like, they were doing that. But we got to watch the turtles. We watched little baby turtles going out, making their first little pilgrimages. It was dope. You know what I mean? It was out there trucking, like, oh, shit, we out here. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Um, I watched the dude. I watched people fishing. That was <laughs> You dope. watched people fishing. Hell, I didn't fish. That was crazy. Uh, but I, <laughs> I watched people fishing. I asked a lot of questions from afar. Okay. Um, <laughs> you just yelled at fishermen? Yo, hey, real cool. what you doing right now? What's that? <laughs> yo, shot this video of me, like, yelling from the freaking, like, the dock. Like, yo, how that going? Uh, <laughs> I got cool with one dude because I kept fucking up because he was like, because, uh, like, I clapped the first, like, two times he caught something. Uh-huh. He was the only dude I saw, like, that were reeling in. And, like, he would correct me. He was like, yo, it's just a sock. And like I'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, y'all just so excited to be a part of like the nature shit. <laughs> he was like, like, yo, my man, like, I ain't catch nothing yet. You just like, he's like, it was almost insulting because I kept clapping when he caught like debris, um, <laughs> and he didn't know it was genuine. I was just so excited that the hook works. He's oh, like, nah, my- be like, that's not it. Uh, but he eventually <laughs> caught some fish, <laughs> and uh, oh. that was dope. Uh, uh, were you out there early in the morning? Uh, they, so where we were at, the beach was private. So like, okay. some people do fish while you're swimming. Because mm-hmm. um, like realistically, like I would say I was able to look like a mile down both directions. Probably had like maybe right. 30 people total on the beach where we were okay. at. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, that's that's kind of nice. like the perk. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, that was chill. Didn't enjoy Hardee's. I thought that was very disappointing. Oh, um, no. Are you sure? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't impressed. The milkshake was fire. Um, sadly, did you I didn't, have a steak biscuit? Wait, did you have any sort of biscuit? No, I had. I ordered. I think everything but the biscuit. Oh nah, bruh. Yeah, the, a, yeah, the biscuit. A steak bit. Look, a hearty steak biscuit has literally saved my life multiple times. <laughs> Damn, B. But I've never had a burger. I've never had a burger from Hardee's, yeah. honestly. I don't like, even know if their fries are any good. Yeah, the, the fries were were solid. The chicken tenders, I felt, were well-cooked but unseasoned. Yeah, I could see that. 
Um, um, the burger similar. It was very well made. Uh huh. But like it wasn't hitting with flavor. Um, yeah, I think uh, Hardee's is also Jack in the Box. Mm. That's oh the yeah, same one of the company. two ones. Yeah. Yeah. And then we had like a, there was like a local, uh, like thrift shop place called like Shark Attack, where you could okay. buy like last minute clothing if you're like, oh, like I didn't know I was gonna be on the Outer Banks and now I'm here because uh-huh. you know I was turned up and I need a bathing suit. Yes. Um, that place was wild. It was like a flea market, but inside. Mm-hmm. And. But the cool part there is uh, they had uh, a local ice cream chain, like Southern Sweets. Okay. And that's just slap. Their <laughs> I, the ice cream there was crazy. Like, uh, all right. Like I'm, I'm diabetic. Gabby is lactose intolerant, and we were like, we'll get a little scoop to share, and we both said fuck this and got larges <laughs> right after, and just like consoled each other when we got home. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, straight up. We got like little ice creams for the kids, like mediums for the kids. We got a little for us to share. Mm-hmm. And we both had it at the same time. She's like, nah, I need my own shit. <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, uh, what? And then I had it. I was like, hell yeah. And I went right back to the lady, like, yo, just like double up. And like, <laughs> let's do this. And we, we t- she like, I, I gave her back the like the little bit I had of mine. And I was like, put that in a bigger one and add more. Charge me the difference and give her a large. We had some uh, like salted caramel. It was fire, whatever oh, it was. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was like legit. I-, I was a big fan of that. Ate it in front of a big ass shark that's in front of the store. Oh, huge okay. shark, huge shark. Mm-hmm. Like it's got to be like uh, maybe like 100 feet wide. <laughs> yeah, you that know? sounds. Big yeah, ass shark. Fun. Uh, and I was like, okay. <laughs> we took pictures with the shark. Sure. We did the whole tourist thing. Like, people definitely knew I'm not I from here. I think they knew anyway. I mean, did you wear your Yankee fitted everywhere? This is the outfit. Like, right here, I'm wearing you, it. You wore your, <laughs> your summertime dickies, which Straight is a up. nice uh, desert storm sand color. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, a, and a fitted Yankee I was just cap. like this. I had, the, But I had the I had the dickie shorts on instead oh, of the okay. long pants. You know, you got to be yeah. summer ready. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was doing that. Um, oh, and I had a I had a Yankee hat that matched the Desert Storm too. Sure, so, of course. You know, you got to be in theme. You know. Yes, uh, right. It, it is summer. You know, Sha. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. You're absolutely right. But and yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure they didn't have to see you do the tourist stuff to know that you're probably a tourist. <laughs> we went to the we went to the Turtle uh, Hospital, and like uh-huh. <laughs> the. It was just like sweet, like lady being the tour guide, and like it looked like a bunch of. I was surprised at how many local people were on the tour, mm-hmm. um, or at least like it felt like there was a lot of people from North Carolina, but maybe not from the Outer Banks okay. that were on the tour or whatever. So like she was like, "Yeah, if you have any questions or if you have like anything, whatever." And like every time she would say like a turtle fact, I was like, "Yo, that's crazy!" And like. <laughs> 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 yeah, some wild shit, yo. <laughs> she was dropping gems, and I'm like, nobody was reacting. I'm like, yo, what's wrong with y'all? Be like, I know comedy, yes, and this lady's performing her right. ass off, dropping facts, and nobody was giving her love. And I was like, are y'all listening? Like, yo, this is wild, you know? Um, like, uh, cigarettes uh, take ten years to like. Uh, to be like, digested to like uh uh what is it disintegrate or like oh yeah okay yeah so they were like talking about like uh things not to throw in the water and they're like uh plastic bags uh take 200 years and more oh. importantly they look like jellyfish which is what turtles like to eat oh. so it's like the double it's it's literally stuck in their throat and they like eating it thinking it's the food mm-hmm. you know and it's not gonna go away you know what i mean um, so yeah, like she's, she's saying, yo, uh, turtles eat this cause it looks like jellyfish. And then she showed how similar they look underwater. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, how 30 people see this and not blown away. I'm like, it's just fire. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yo, that's wild. And she's like, yes, it is wild. I was like, how do you do this? <laughs> <laughs> 
me and that old lady bonded, yo. Shout out to Betty, yo. Wherever you at, yo. Bro, so he was a gem. Oh my god. <laughs> they got a they got a turtle that uh was hurt and uh in Jersey, so they sent her down to uh recover at their hospital and they mm-hmm. na- they named her Snooky. You know what I mean? I thought that shit was dope. They had like a bunch of fun. Yo, and I was like, yo, like nobody's like feeling this shit. I was getting mad at my kids because they was just being like blase about all these turtle facts. And I'm like, yo, y'all not getting it. This shit is fire, you know? Uh, but yeah, I had a I'm blast. I'm writing down blase about all these turtle facts. That's merch. <laughs> but yeah, I had a blast uh, exploring the area. I genuinely enjoyed myself outside of the panic of when I started to think about being there long term. Uh, right. To your point, I should have like not done that. Uh, yeah, you probably you don't have to do that. You can just visit. It's okay. A lot of people visit places that they love, but yeah. it's because they visit. Yeah. <laughs> they don't. They don't live there. They just visit. You don't have to set up roots everywhere you go. Yo. You you and your family are are preparing to. I think really live it up, like actually travel a lot of places. Like yeah. I, I think you want that for your kids and I think oh, you yeah. want that for yourself. And so I, I kind of see that happening for you, but I will just say when you go on all of these travels, you don't have to imagine living there. I mean, outside <laughs> of just like, huh, what would it be like if we lived here, but not like in a, how will I get sandwiches at two in the morning way? Like it could just be, Yo, it could I, just be, huh? That's nuts that we're here, right? <laughs> that's enough. That was the only perk we could think of is like I would definitely not be diabetic, just because uh, the lack of food I could get. Like I would not. Nah, no, no, no. I that's think not I'd, true. I'd be Trust like on me. a weird Atkins diet. Um, Sugar finds a way. That's only because you didn't know where to go. And you were going in the middle of a storm. So trust me, all the sweet stuff had been snatched up by people who were preparing for the storm. <laughs> but once you're there, yeah, you'll figure it out. Absolutely. And I got invited to a tiki bar. Mm. There's like a, I was like, I was getting stuff uh, from the car at like one in the morning. And this dude was walking his dog. And, and it was, you know, like when you see people a little too late and they're like, it's two men, they do this thing of like, we say hi on purpose to make sure, oh, this is a normal person. You know? Well, they would have said hi anyway because it's the South. Oh, okay. That's yeah. yeah you say hi to everyone. A, a thing that if you're raised in the South, a thing that you have to beat out of yourself um, when you, if you move to New York is the saying hello to everyone or smiling or making eye contact and smiling <laughs> and, and like a little acknowledgement. Like you do that in New York if you have some sort of history. Yeah. Or something. Um, but like just this morning, I was walking to the train and this older man walk came up from behind me and he said, good morning. And I went, good morning. I, like he never. <laughs> and I, I didn't understand it. And then he said, good morning to a guy coming the other way. And he also was like, hello, you know, but then he started pointing and saying hi to a bunch of people and yelling into the and I was like, oh, this. Oh, OK. Got it. He's king, I see. He's like, you know, he's one of the kings of the neighborhood who I hadn't encountered yet. Yeah. So he's just, you know, we're on his route. But that energy is what it's like in the South. My mother is from a small town in middle Georgia. And trust me, if we were driving through and we didn't wave at someone on their porch as we drove by, by the time we got to my grandmother's house, my grandmother was like, now, why y'all didn't wave? And so, like, I don't know how they did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, it. <laughs> yeah, so he would have he would have spoke anyway. Yo, he uh, he introduced himself and like he was like, "Yo, come to the tiki bar," and I was like, "I don't know where that is." And he was <laughs> like, "Yeah, it's uh, it's like two uh, like building complexes down on the beach, and like it's not official, but it's there." And oh, okay. So he was like, he gave me the little plug. He's like, "Yeah, come through," you know. Um. I, I thought about it, but like I was like, yeah, I got family, like, you know, my fam's still up. We were doing like game night. Right. You know, so I was like, yeah, I'm into it, but like I'm not right now. And you know, I didn't have a way of like, yeah, I don't know how we do this again, because my cell phone don't work out here. Um right. and like yes. you're like for all I know, you could be a part of my imagination right now. I've been very <laughs> you know, like, be part of my stretch dream. <laughs> straight up. I haven't slept in two days. I don't know if you're real or not. 
Um, <laughs> I, <you> know, <laughs> but he was like, nah, for real. Uh, <laughs> 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 yo, and like, real talk, I think that's what I appreciated the most. That like, every time I felt like, yo, this, I don't know if any of this is possible. Like, mm-hmm. no one dare judge me or say, yo, you bugging. Everybody right. just like gave me reassurance. You know, uh-huh. like, no, this is actually happening, sir. And I was like, thank you for that. For real. I wasn't sure. <laughs> it was beautiful, yo. Real talk, man. Yeah. Shots to the South. Shots to North Carolina. Keep doing what you're doing out there. Um, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I'm going to probably... Hey, I spent way too much time uh, thinking about business schemes. Um, yeah, see, that's... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're supposed to not. <laughs> you Real know, talk. you're just supposed to turn off. But I, I'm glad that y'all had a good time. Um, yeah. I'm glad that you weren't too affected by the hurricane. I actually, uh, uh, all of our listeners, I actually texted Gaston like, yeah. Hey, y'all good. Appreciate you, <laughs> like, <yo>. Thank you. <laughs> like, cause when I, I saw like, you know, I'm like, Oh, I thought it was coming from the other way. Yeah. So I didn't, when they were like, Oh, it's going to hit, you know, the Carolinas, blah, blah, blah. I thought by then it would have like, it was cutting through like Georgia on the way, like inland. And yeah. so when I saw a map and I'm like, uh, wait, where did he say he was going again? And then I, he looked up <laughs> in one of the the swirly maps, like, you know, you could zoom in to see what would be affected. And I was like, oh, no, that city is right <laughs> in the middle of anything. Yeah, uh, yo. Oh, let me just, let me check on it right quick. What happened? And you did remind me of something. Um, I didn't know that, like, the warning thing that comes on TV is a real thing. Oh, like no. you know that like uh that like this is a test of the emergency broadcast, broadcast system? system. This is only yeah. a test. I didn't know that it was ever for real. Like my whole life. Yeah, I've you've only heard this. Right. They were like, yo, this is happening right now. Uh all of these yeah. places are gonna flood. And I was I'm like everybody was like checking on each other. I was recording the TV. Because I had never seen that in my life. I was so excited about this. Honestly, I remember the first time I heard when it broke into something. Yeah. It probably was also a storm. And I I feel like I was in my room and my family was watching TV or something. And I just heard the and or I was listening to the radio. Yeah. And they were watching TV and it broke in on the radio. And I came out and I'm like, are you hearing this? And my dad's like, yeah, it's on TV too. <laughs> so I understand being excited. Did did you hear um, uh, like a tornado or I don't, I guess maybe they didn't have those kind of tornado sirens because there's no, they just, no, there's because it was a, because it was a hurricane, yeah. but um, the tornado, since they, you know, I guess they go across land. There's a whole siren system of just, and that means, hey, it may already be here. If you hear me, <laughs> it is too late. <laughs> so that's a weird one to hear in the wild as well. I've I heard knew, that a few times. Yeah. I knew I had no perspective because, like, when the lady came to, like, check the flashlights and shit, mm-hmm. she was telling us, like, hey, like, you know, the storm's coming. And, like, everything that she was worried about, I was excited about. And, like, it was creeping her out a little bit. You yeah. Know? She, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, uh, we're, you know, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, you're prepared because we got the storm coming. I was like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, my kids are from the city, so I'm excited for them to see some nature. And she was like, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> like, yeah, it's funny to call a storm nature. But yo, <laughs> she was so concerned for my family's well-being. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yo, straight up, I I know I distrust that lady, but uh, yo, we made it. We was on the beach, baby. Oh you know my what I mean? Gosh. I got footage of me uh watching people do things that they do on the beach. You know? <laughs> well, that's that's as close as we can get. <laughs> uh, and I, I'm happy it happened. I'm happy it went down. But uh, I'm ready to like come out uh shots blazing for now i mean comedy game recharged oh that's great that's fantastic i'm glad i'm I'm glad that you guys got to experience uh that part of it thank you that's fantastic thank you let's get into the news 
All right, let's do it. <laughs> Chicago TV news crew robbed at gunpoint while reporting on a string of robberies. That's what's up, baby. Uh, Chicago television news crew reporting on a string of robberies ended up robbed themselves after they were accosted at gunpoint by three armed men wearing ski masks. Spanish language station Univision Chicago uh, said a reporter and a photographer were filming just before 5 a.m. on Monday in Chicago's uh, West Town neighborhood when three masked men brandishing firearms robbed them, taking their television equipment, uh, camera, and other items. Uh, they were approached with guns and robbed. Mainly, it was their personal items, and they took the camera, sweat, uh, said uh, Luis Godinez, the VP of news at Univision Chicago. Uh, Godinez said the news crew was filming a story about robberies in the West Town community that was slated to run on the morning news. He said the footage they shot was in the stolen camera and the story never made it on the air. Uh, Chicago police. I can't. I can't. (laughs) I just, this is, (laughs) you can't, you couldn't have filmed that shit. (laughs) The night before. All day. That could have been a package. That didn't need to be. You didn't have to be outside. Real talk, man. You know what y'all could have done? That could have pointed on the map where the the danger was at, yo. Here is where (laughs) you did not have to. It did not have to be like this. You didn't have to. Like you could have just filmed. I don't know. Who are you talking to? For outside, you don't need that. Is there not? Any, I don't know. There's a, there had to be another way. Y'all didn't have to be out there at five in the morning. Yo, real talk. I don't think they liked y'all. Okay. Yeah. Maybe they just, yeah, that could have, I don't know. Look, I don't, also, I, I don't exactly know how to explain this because all I know about Chicago, um, I've learned from the few comedians that I've met who lived or grew up in Chicago uh, and literally the show South Side. <laughs> that's literally, that's all I know. Oh yeah, gem of a but show. But when I tell you somehow, when I saw the headline, I was like, this is kind of some of the most Chicago shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit, Real you know? Talk. Like low key, like it's a crime, but like I was also like, yeah, if I was from Chicago, I'd be proud. Like, it's yes, weird. exactly. That's <laughs> the other thing. Yeah, it's it's the perfect I feel balance. Like what makes us different from like Atlanta is that somebody would have the streets are always there's always someone on the streets in Atlanta for some reason, no matter the time of day. As spoken as someone who used to walk their dog no at any time of day, streets is always watching. So I feel like as they were being robbed, somebody would have been on a porch like hey now y'all don't do that <laughs> i don't know if it would have stopped them but i feel like somebody would have said that or i feel like in chicago you just get it they just get it done and they're gone how do you even watch that footage <laughs> and you could have reported on the story as like we'd have footage for you but we were robbed at gunpoint you know what i mean why would you not say the story on the new I can't even. Oh man, it reminded me of like uh, of that scene in Menace uh, to Society where like old dog is is watching his own like footage of the robbery yes. he did. Uh, that's yes. probably what they're doing. They're like, "Yo, look, it's us robbing them because they was talking about us." You know, now they ain't talking no more. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! Oh, them. wait a minute. The episode was the second robbery this month involving a Chicago news crew. <laughs> After a WLS TV photographer was assaulted and robbed on August 8th while preparing to cover a weekday afternoon news conference on Chicago's what you know what, Chicago, maybe y'all just don't deserve the news. Real talk, yo, yo these Chicago TikToks about to get fire. Yeah, yeah I want real good footage. There's <laughs> gonna be some ill Chicago TikToks coming out the yeah. Now, yo. Yeah, but it's gonna be like like TikToks on film. <laughs> Yo, the artistic value of these things. Is I know. Phenomenal. Is this TikTok in 70 millimeter? <laughs> Yo, the color grading? Crazy. Yeah. This looks like Oppenheimer. This is crazy. Did Chris, Chris Nolan did this, right? He did this TikTok. <laughs> oh, man. Shots to the shy, Yo, real talk. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Few hoods make me jealous that I'm not from there sometimes. Yo, Chicago <laughs> yeah, does that. Yeah, this definitely feels like something Gaspar would be proud of. <laughs> Warms my heart, yo. <laughs> In other news, uh, 3.6 million workers to be eligible for overtime pay under the proposed Biden administration rule. Uh, Biden administration will propose a new rule Wednesday that would make 3.6 million more U.S. workers eligible for overtime pay, uh, reviving an Obama-era policy effort that was ultimately scuttled in court. Uh, the new rule shared uh, with the Associated Press would require employers to pay overtime to so-called white-collar workers who make less than $55,000 a year. Uh, that's up from the current threshold of $35,568, which has been in place since 2019 when the Trump administration raised it from 23,660. Um, in another significant change, the rule proposes automatic increases to the salary level each year. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I like good luck with that. That's going <laughs> that's going to be the thing that stops it. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. Parts okay. in the right place, baby. Uh labor advocates uh with uh liberal lawmakers have long pushed for the strong expansion of overtime protections. New rule which is subject to public commentary period. Uh, wouldn't take effect for months and would have uh, the biggest impact on retail, food, uh, hospitality and manufacturing and other industries. Um, the uh, Obama administration uh, sought a raise uh, to the threshold of more than 47,000. But it, uh, f- uh, unlike that one, uh, this one uh, falls short of the demands uh, by some uh, liberal lawmakers and unions uh, for even higher salary thresholds than the proposed 55,000. Um, so they're All hoping right. the changes they make. Uh, kind of balance that. Okay, so this would, if I get this correct, because if you're an hourly worker, right? I don't know if you necessarily think in salary terms. Does that do, does that make sense? What do you like? Mean? Okay, I've been an hourly employee. Uh, that you know, that's my background. That's what I know. Is yeah. I work these many hours. This is what I get. Blah, 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 blah. If I work over these at over 40, I know it's going to be overtime. That's right. That's a given. I understand that because I'm working with hours. But when you, when I got positions that were salaried positions where it's like, this is how much you get paid. Yeah. And then you have to work more hours because of a thing. Um, my understanding here is that if you make under 55,000 and it's salaried, but you have to work over, you will get overtime for those hours Yep. in that week. Okay. So then that also will require like those kinds of salary workers to like keep track of hours. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cause I feel like what a lot of people do is like, Oh, well you're salaried now. So I can just work you to the bone. Mm-hmm. because you're salaried and you know you're going to get this much and yeah. there's not as much keeping track of hours. I mean, there is, but there isn't. Yeah. But also no one really goes over it, but it's just, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a change in mindset. There are particular mindsets when you deal with your money in particular ways. And so uh, I, you know, that could just be a, a faulty mindset of mine where I'm just like, okay, so you have to, you know, keep track of, of things in a way, in a different way, even though you're like, but I'm already going to get this money, but now really keep track of it so that you can get overtime if you need to. Mm. Does that, did any of that make sense? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, uh, uh, I, I, I think it's like a weird, uh, I think it's weird first that, uh, this is taking this long. Um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Look, please give people their money. Y'all ain't doing it, so please do. Because I, I just wonder, because this thing says that it will, um, let's see, where does it say that it'll, it would have the biggest impact on retail, food, hospitality, manufacturing, and other industries. Uh, maybe that's for managers of yeah, that. That's kind of what like, I'm curious about, yeah. Yeah, because this said it would be like for, to so called white collar workers so that would be like I me mean, i'm a, i'm a office manager for all intents and purposes a receptionist mm-hmm. right um so uh so it's salaried um but you know i work however many hours i'm supposed to work a week and if i have to do more than that 
then I, this is saying that I would get, um, and I make less than 55 K I would get overtime for the time that I make more than that. But as a office worker, you know, when you, I, I don't know, I just feel like when you're salaried, you're not, you're just thinking, oh, I know what every check is going to look like. Yeah. And you may not, it may not be second nature to keep track of hours like that. Now, I mean, I'm just talking for my chaotic broke bitches out here. That's who I'm speaking <laughs> for. Um, maybe some of you do keep track in certain ways, but I don't know. Yeah. Anytime uh, I've been salary, I feel like they've only cared that I showed up on time. After that, right. it was like, yeah, like get the job done. Yes. But I mean, but a thing that you, some people can't do when they're salaried, some people, uh, and usually it would be the white collar workers who make less than 55K, they can't, when they've done their job, they can't leave. Mm. You know what I mean? There are some white collar workers who their salary, they get their job done, they're out. Right. For the day. But like, I have to still be there to let people in and answer the phones. So my hours are locked in. Right. So like I move, I move through that job like it's um, an hourly job. Right. But it's, it's salary. I, I haven't broken down what I make an hour. Right, right. Because I'm like, oh, I know this is what this is. And I also think of it as like I work these many hours a week. So yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm excited because like I feel like this was like a weird loophole that like uh, a lot of retail places were leveraging um, in particular when they started the pivot to like everybody being a manager or a supervisor, okay. you know, because like yes. now they were titling people as like, uh, oh, you're the supervisor of this area, even though like the report, there was like no direct reports, uh-huh. right? Like they weren't actually doing a management job per se, but they gotcha. titled it so that the person could uh feel like they got a promotion but money wise dollar per hour it was the same as the hourly staff but now mm-hmm. they also had an excuse of saying oh well you're a manager you're on salary um we don't got to pay you overtime gotcha okay you know? all right so for those kinds of yeah great. like that's Fantastic. the first thing i thought of like like you could take advantage of somebody saying well you're a manager you know you're supposed to like go hard you know like uh, and work a little extra but we pay you salary and you got this title. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I noticed it in retail in particular that like, um, even though everyone very quickly was being uh, given a title of supervisor of man or manager, um, mm-hmm. you could tell who was actually viewed as management by the corporate ends, by how they bonused you. Mm. So like you'd have someone that was like a supervisor um, making, let's say 15 to 20 an hour, uh, equivalent. Uh, so they're, you know, they're making like six to 800 a week, but they're, if they nailed everything in their area, the bonus would be like a hundred dollars a month. And right. that's not a real bonus. That's basically like a negligible amount for the extra work you're doing. If you do your job, right. Whereas right. the store manager could in theory make 25% of their salary as mm. a bonus. You know, so if you're making like a hundred grand and you tell me that, yeah, if I nail my stuff uh, every quarter, I can make an extra five to, t- to 10 grand, 25 grand for the year extra. Hell yeah, right. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little bit more flexible about uh, staying overtime because now there's a real like win. It's not just a direct hourly uh, yes. difference that I'm getting now, you know. Okay. Um, and that's kind of where I think like that gray area, they started leveraging that to jerk uh, people working. Um, in these environments. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited that this is going to hopefully, um, I don't even know if it'll I pass. So. But it's like, just, they're just proposing a bill. I mean, yeah. hopefully it won't get swatted down for some crazy reason. Like, Oh, I don't know. All the, um, salary increases that no. they're also trying to sneak in there, which it should happen. Yeah. Please I mean, give us money. And, and again, <laughs> real talk, like, I, I say this as someone that owns a building whose parents uh, are involved with businesses. If you cannot pay, if your business plan is to pay uh, under a livable wage, you don't mm-hmm. have a business. 
Like it's as simple yes. as that. Like if your the way for your business to succeed is to underpay people, then you don't have a viable idea yet. Um, it just <laughs> is what it is. Like <laughs> I don't know what to tell. Like it just, it's just it doesn't make sense to me that like yo the way we make profit is to jerk people. Like that's right. not us. Uh, it's sustainable, but it's not like ethical. And it's it you're gonna have a hell of a lot of turnover. <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. How, like you can't build something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Pay people fairly. Figure out how to make money by offering good services. Stop being jerks as a society. You know what I mean? Um, you know, <laughs> spend a week at the beach. It offers a lot of clarity. Uh, oh boy, yeah, man. <laughs> Host new beach man. gas store. <laughs> and other news: uh, a beefed-up car with a giant bull named Howdy Doody crammed into the passenger seat was pulled over by Nebraska police. Okay. Uh, a man driving a full-size bull named Howdy Doody in the passenger seat uh, was pulled over by Nebraska police on Wednesday. Officers in Norfolk, about 120 miles from Omaha, were dispatched at 10.05 a.m. Um, for a call for a vehicle with a cow inside. <laughs> <laughs> police assumed the uh, bovine. I've never heard that word. Bovine? Yeah, yeah, uh, for cow, po- bovine. Huh, yes. rock on. A uh, bovine mm-hmm. passenger would be a small calf, but what they came up uh, upon near the corner of West Norfolk Ave and uh, the 13th Street was a full-size bull riding shotgun on a 96 Ford Crown Victoria. Wow, right. not a 96 Crown Vic. What <laughs> are we doing? <laughs> the car's roof on the passenger side had been removed so the animal could fit. Oh, one of those rare T-top crowned Victorians. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you get them like that from the dealer now, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a solid car. So I went on and purchased up and beefed up the frame that was under it and the suspension, the tires, and the floor and cut off the top. And we were good to go, said the Bulls owner, Lee Mayer. Uh, The car is a retired police cruiser from the Nebraska village of Arnold. Uh, I was wondering because those were <laughs> those are cop cars. Crown oh, yeah. or cop cars or ta- or like you know, like livery, <laughs> you know, taxi cabs. They used to be they used to be what we think of when we see a taxi cab. Now it's a Toyota Camry. But um, <laughs> I was like, you know, him saying it's a solid. I mean, they are solid cars. But I was like, was it like a cop car? Because those are reinforced. And Yo, yes, oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Howdy Duty is a regular attraction at parades and fairs throughout the Cornhusker State, and police just asked the driver Wednesday to be careful and keep moving. Uh, Wait, so they didn't? <laughs> yo, Nebraska, yo, if anything, yo, I'm going to Nebraska next, right here, yo. That just sold me. Uh, Nebraska, I'll see y'all soon. Wait, hold on. <laughs> I- I'm looking. I'm looking at this. <laughs> The nine-year-old animal, which is half Longhorn and half Watusi. I don't yeah. know how I feel about them being called Watusis. Weighed <laughs> 2,200 pounds oh, two yeah. years ago. And it's probably tipping the scales out a little bit more now, Meyer oh, yeah. said. He, he bulking. Passenger cars are often retrofitted to transport animals. Um Approval and enforcement of such auto retrofits fall under the responsibility of the Nebraska State Patrol. And a representative of that agency couldn't be reached for comment. Meyer said he has never gotten any type of DMV or police approval for the wheels, and that the stop Wednesday was the first hint of any issue. <laughs> I've never had a problem with anyone until Wednesday, he said. I just have car insurance, a license, and private plates, and a dream. I think, <laughs> and a dream, Mr. Mayor Meyer. I feel like you can also add, I just have those things in a dream. See? And a thick ass bull. And when it, let me tell you something. I'm trying to just. I'm looking at this picture of this bull coming out of the top of this fucking car. First of all, the Vic, the Crown Vic, has as its hood ornament a couple of little bull horns already on the on the edge of the on the edge of the hood. Yeah. So that's the mindset. Now, a huge. I can't really. It's so big. Full horns. It's a longhorn. Full horns just spilling out of the top, (laughs) covering up half of the, like a third of the windshield with like 
iron, like a metal grate, like <laughs> the gate that they have at rodeos where they pull it aside to let the bull run out. My man's got one on the passenger side of his car. Oh, yeah. To keep this bull. And did he take out the, the seat? Yeah, you, I think you have to, right? You got to sit somewhere. Uh, yeah, I can't see that where the bull's like, I'll just, <laughs> you guys climb in the back. <laughs> Hold on, let me move the seat up. <laughs> I'll let you in. Let me hit the button. Hold on, let me move the seat a little uh, bit. Hold on, I forget which lever it is. Hold on. Oh, no, wait, I'm uh, that's I'm scooting the chair up. Hold on. <laughs> it's beautiful, yo. I love, see, like, stuff like this is impossible in New York. There's too many people here. Like, is it? I mean, my man had a tiger in the tub. Like, I can't bring that dude up enough. A full tiger in a tub yeah. in an apartment in Harlem. Like, honestly, you can do the only on the thing that's hard is finding a place to park. <laughs> Parking is a is certainly a bitch. I wonder but if you, like the bull knows to like scoot back when it needs to use the rearview mirror. You know? I like, yeah, no, that mirror, you got to, all your mirrors are along the side of your car. You only, <laughs> also, where are you going in reverse? It is only forward for you. <laughs> At no point did you move back. You can't see, oh talk God. about a blind spot. You can't see anything. Yo, and it, they got trucks. They've got trucks. <laughs> yo, like, I was just like, I'm like, yo, there's, uh, there's vehicles that like could legitimately do this. I have seen plenty of cows, plenty of horses, yo, lots of chickens. They're all in the back of a truck. They got they got the goods. They got them. Get you don't I, Yeah, you just being weird. Get a van. Sir. A van. Yeah, but a crown vic Oh, <laughs> <Yo>, my man. <laughs> you put this man, in, you put this bull in a fucking like a luxury. I, mm. Just oh, imagine man. somebody pulling up in a Toyota Avalon or some shit. What are they? <laughs> Low key, that was my we... dream car for a long time, too. I wanted a Toyota the Avalon. Avalon. Oh, yeah. Them shoes was dope. It was like. <laughs> I got into one once and I was just like, is there a butler that comes with this car? It was too big. And cars oh, are doing nothing but getting bigger. Like, no. I mean, he picked a good, I, I know why he picked that year, because cars were still made of mostly steel <laughs> in 96. A Volvo? Come on. Think of the safety of your car. Uh, all right. I'm going to. Maybe a Volvo is too boxy. I have no idea. I love that the approval system is just like a cop saying, yeah, you good. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like, oh, okay. Well, now that we know this is what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. You're fine. Yeah. Keep all right. Going go it. on. You and Howdy Doody have a. Yo, like, no one in the article sounded like this was a big deal except for the news reporter. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, yeah, this happens all the time, right? I've been driving oh, like yeah, this for years. The, yeah. 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 yeah it's he's cool. like, what? I mean, I, I've got my license. Yeah. I got car insurance. Do you have livestock insurance? <laughs> he ain't what does full coverage car insurance get you these days? Does this mean that the bull is okay to drive your car? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is awesome. Oh, wow. I also want a picture of this bull coming out of this car on a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, man. I want to know if he gets in the car willingly. Like, how did, like, has it done this enough? I can't. Yeah, I can't see how he gets in. Like, do you just lower him in through the <laughs> hole in the roof or does he just kind of slide in? Yeah. It no. really, there are more questions than answers <laughs> with this particular news story. Like, I, I feel like. You're giving us what we need to know about the, but I, there are so many other things. <laughs> These are the bare minimum is what you've given us. And I have a lot of questions. World Tour, help us out. Send us some data uh, from Nebraska. Uh, I don't know yeah. how many listeners we got out there, but if you're out there, uh, you know, find out. Let us know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Let us know, please. <laughs> it has to do is uh, a man stole billions. So millions of dollars from billionaires from prison. That's right. Early in 2020, an architect, Scott West, uh, got a call at his office in Atlanta from a prospective client who said that his name was Archie Lee. West. Oh, Designs. let me tell. OK, Talk hold on. This is a story in The New Yorker. Yeah. Which means yeah, this is be, like I can't read all this. You can't read this. This is literally going to be like a novel that you read. Yeah, I just, I just saw this now. Uh, yeah. But here's like. 
<laughs> here's what's happening. I, Cause I read the beginning of this just because I was like, huh, I wonder how they did this. Um, what it looks like happened is there's a fella in prison who's got people outside of prison to do all the, like he's calling folks to yeah. buy their fancy houses, like, like architects or whatever, and have them build houses and, or a house that they built that's empty, something like that. Um, and he's not letting on, he's just like, okay, I'll have my assistant meet you at this place or blah, blah, blah. And they meet and they do whatever. Um, they buy the house and they have other work done and yada, yada. And they pay them in cash. They're paying everything in cash. <laughs> y'all. Y'all. Um, and, uh, and it turns out it's someone who's been locked up <laughs> and he's been doing all of this from prison. Cause he's getting like phones. That's what's up. Yeah. And so this made me think of when was it? Was it last week that you thought that some, Oh, or was it two weeks ago? There was someone who was trying to get over, they were in prison and they were trying to get over. And we were like, they kind of were weak sauce with it. And this, this to me seemed very impressive. (laughs) I dig it. I I found a more condensed version of a Georgia inmate uh, allegedly stole $11 million from a billionaire movie mogul and used the cash to buy a mansion in Atlanta uh, while he was locked up in maximum security prison. Uh, maximum security. Yo, my man's doing it, yo. <laughs> I, I love this. Uh, Arthur Lee Cofield was 31, allegedly impersonated Sidney Kimmel, an uber wealthy chairman and CEO of a Los Angeles entertainment company uh, with the help from contraband cell phones from inside the Georgia Department of Corrections. Uh, Cofield, who was serving time for armed uh, robbery, allegedly stole the identity of Kimmel, 94, and then swiped millions of dollars from his Charles Schwab account. Uh, mm. Over the phone, the gang member allegedly tricked customer service reps with the financial service company to wire the money to a company in Idaho to buy up more than 6,000 American Eagle one-ounce gold coins. Uh, from there, he got a private plane to bring the coins to Atlanta, using a portion of them to help purchase a 4.4 million dollar house in Buckhead. Uh, <laughs> Cofield was charged with conspiracy to commit bank fraud and money laundering. Uh, two others outside of the prison are also accused of being involved with the wild scheme. Uh, this happened last year, but he was, he uh, officially like uh, got uh, uh, pleaded guilty what? and all of that and sentenced. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah, cause you, wow. You know, my man, that seems like so much work. That's what I say about these capers and schemes is that it's so much work. <laughs> and like, it's for a house you can't live in. Right. Like you still yes. inside, my G. Yeah. So like I when were you going to get out? And like and everything was just gonna be set up for you? <laughs> but when were you gonna get out? Like I feel like he was already like well, if you're in maximum security, I feel like you're gonna be there for a while. <laughs> I, I I don't know, but it it feels like that's a thing that you do for the long haul. Yeah, you don't do maximum security, then you out next week. Yeah, you like in. No, you in there because they got to put you under the jail. So <laughs> that's going to take some time. Yo, so you're kind of in there. Deadbeat fathers, man. Like you <laughs> catching L's with this one. Like my man could not be further away from opportunity. And he said, no, I'm still providing for the people outside. Okay. You want a mansion to live in? Don't worry about daddy got you. Okay. I mean, I don't think it was for the children. <laughs> <laughs> You know, where there's a will, there's a way. This is inspiring. Yeah, I don't anything. think there was a will. I don't think there was a kid. I don't think, I think this was just a I mean, Listen. you got to do something with this money that you stole from this person, right? You steal their identity. You got to do a thing with the money. You can't just have the money sitting there. I can't Make wait the for money the Disney work movie. For you. This is going to be beautiful. Yeah, Disney this is going to be a fire. great, this will be a great movie, I think. Um, <laughs> I think it should be a movie, not a documentary. I, I want to see, you know, uh, I don't know who, because also I didn't realize he was 31. Oh. Um, so we need a young person. Who's this? Um, uh, what's his name? Is it Damson Idris? Okay. Have you, yeah, is that uh, the I dude feel, from, uh, from Snowfall? The, yeah, Snowfall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel he seems to have what it takes, perhaps, I think. Like, I like that kid. Charming wise to... To make us believe that this man needed this mansion in Buckhead. 
I'm with it, yo. If you would like mm. to produce the animated film for kids <laughs> of this story, <laughs> you know, the inspiring story of the man in prison, maximum security I, prison. I don't think it's inspiring. <laughs> I don't know if it's inspiring. Who went through it all to support his family, you know, providing them with literal gold coins. You know, <laughs> it, it couldn't be more of a fairy tale, okay? You yeah, know, we yeah, call it real uh, pirate behavior. Real pirate behavior. <laughs> they call it uh rainbows from prison, you know? Uh <laughs> <laughs> all you gotta do is like subscribe to the show, baby. If you are Apple Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars. Uh you you don't you think there's gonna be some hiccups with uh with the idea of this film and the target audience, okay? Yeah. Maybe. Five stars, you understand and you're open minded to the fact that sometimes children's films can have curses in them, okay? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're excited for the project, okay? Millions will be made, okay? Uh, if you have any articles you want us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastromonte. Shout out this week to uh, JJ Rutherford Wolf, Lori McDaniel, Iron Fist Mom, and uh, Philip Barnett. Always appreciate y'all. Uh, with all that said, I am the admittedly excited to be both a producer on this project and also uh inspired just in general by the story gastron <laughs> and i'm always shaking my head at gastron chalet with shark <sighs> <sighs> learning the wrong lessons from these stories wrong lessons at the right time the war report, you know? <laughs> it, I, okay <laughs> Catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>